Live from the radio studios of WFAY and WMRV, Andrelonis Media presents Cumberland County's Smartest Hour of Talk Radio. Welcome back to another edition of The Carolina Cabinet.
Hey there, and welcome out to the Carolina Cabinet. Sitting in for the smartest voice on talk radio, Nat Robison, this is Pastor Joshua Goodman. I'll be your host today as we discuss the news and the newsmakers. We're going to play a little music, talk about the movers and the shakers around Cumberland County and Fayetteville. Listen, our mission is to bring a common sense voice on the right side of the issues. In the cabinet today, we have Mr. Jimmy Henley. Why, thank you. Thank you. Oh, Jimmy. No? Okay. And right. Mr. Peter <laughs> Pappas, ladies and gentlemen. Hello, everybody. Thank you for having Peter. me. Peter. We, we are oh, working on our first on? blooper show, by yeah. the way. Okay. All right, yeah. <laughs> and it's all working really well. <laughs> yep. You're listening to the smartest 60 minutes on radio on Carolina Country, WFAY 101, The River, or WMRV 106.5. And we appreciate you tuning in and spending this time with us. You can check us out. Follow us, like us, share us on your favorite social media outlet at the Carolina Cabinet. If you missed an episode of our top-rated podcast, top-rated, 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 find the Carolina Cabinet on Amazon, Google, Apple, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, or your favorite podcast bod- podcaster. I never know how he's ever able to get that Wherever out. Wherever you listen to podcasts, don't go it. far, guys. We will be right back. We have to pass the offering plate. Yeah, we're gonna, <laughs> we just roll with the bloopers. <laughs> Since 2012, Joshua Goodman has been the senior pastor at the Cliffdale Christian Center, a dynamic church and ministry located in West Fayetteville. Join our friend Pastor Goodman for a podcast or a live sermon in person at 6427 Cliffdale Road. Now for today's good news. Here is Joshua Goodman. Well, good morning from the All-American City. This is Pastor Josh, and have I got some good news for you. In a time when so many want to unpack, they want to talk about and discuss all the problems, circumstances, and situations, all the negative junk, I'm here to bring you some good news. Well, friends, as you can see, the season has come. The leaves are changing, and people are pulling out the pumpkin spice latte. We just finished the uh, Dogwood Festival for this fall, and our city is stocked full with so many other things. There's trunk-or-treats, trick-or-treats, harvest, and fall festivals. Every year at Cliffdale, we do a large fall festival with games and food, vendors, and even more food. Well, the past two years, we haven't been able to do it in a large part because of COVID, but now we can. It can be hard to get back out there. One thing I was talking to my wife about earlier today was that we noticed that we get caught in a cage of comfort. We could do everything in our PJs. We could do church. We could do school, Zoom meetings, as long as we kept the camera off. So in so many ways, many have grown, uh, as Pink Floyd put it, comfortably numb. Paul writes to the church at Ephesus, and he says this. He says, awake, you who sleep, arise from the dead in Christ's will give you light. Friends, it is time for us to arise from our slumber, to bust free from the cage of comfort. Life is more than sleep. It's more than staying home in our PJs. Life is about living. Get out there and live. Go to fall festivals. Make your way to the mountains and see the leaves. Whatever it is, get out there and live. This is Pastor Josh, and that, my friends, is your good news. Run! 
All right, everybody. Thanks once again for joining us out this morning. Guys, listen, I just want to go ahead and get things rolling quick um, and talk about some of the, the, the local news around Fayetteville and Cumberland County. Something that's really uh, close to me, close to my heart is, man, just so much crime going on. I was reading in uh, the news the other day that Fayetteville Police Department have identified the man who was killed in a shooting um, on North Street here in Fayetteville uh, this past Saturday. Twenty, a 22-year-old guy, right? Alonzo Clark. Um, a woman was injured also. Um, but this young man uh, killed on the 19th block of North Street around 6 p.m. Um, police don't have any idea, right. you know. And, and again, you guys know this is one of the soapboxes I stand on. Fayetteville is uh, record high in their violent crime, record high in their homicide rate. And, Jimmy, I'm going to turn to you first, man, because, oh, yeah. you know, our, our seating police detective and uh, 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 professional on all things or uh, genius on all things, um, criminal. Oh, please keep yeah, on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Load it on there. Go ahead. Um, yeah. So we I feel like we've done the show 100 times. Yeah. I mean, right? Uh, starting last year, when we set a record in our homicide rate, um, and I guess we're going to go ahead and show ourselves up and <laughs> do right. it again. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're still moving along, homicide rates and all, and shorthanded uh, law enforcement wise, it, it, it all just keeps piling in together. As yeah. far as I don't think we're getting near a solution, anywhere near a solution. Well, and update update our listeners. Where are we at in regards to police chief and all, all of that? Where? Yeah, we're in transition. Obviously, uh, Chief Hawkins announced retirement uh, to be effective. I believe in January. Um, coming up, and so we're the way I, that department's set up. It, it shouldn't stop anything. It shouldn't slow anything right. down. We have a, a you know a good command structure and capable people yeah. uh, in place to to keep it running as the city does its search and hopefully finds a great uh, viable candidate. I just really hope that the search is a good search, yeah. and the person's picked for the right reasons. Right. The right qualifications. The city deserves it. It needs it. It's been um, in distress for a while, yeah. crime-wise. Um, point the finger wherever you may, but we, we definitely need to get it back on track. And and uh, let me know. Uh, and Peter, you can even chime in. How the process of selecting a police chief? Um, where does that come from? Uh, who decides that? I think uh, city manager has to decide that he has assigned a an agency, I guess, to recruit. Okay. Yeah, yeah and so the city manager is going to be the the ultimate voice, but okay. you, you know the mayor and the council is is chiming in yeah, and, yeah. and involved. Um, and, and many municipalities will have hearings or uh, meetings where the public can come and be involved in some way in the process. But the city manager will be the ultimate. Um, decision and what how long does that normally take what what, what kind of timeline are we looking at gina's going to be out, or excuse me uh chief hawkins will be out um you know in january then uh, you know likely I, I think we'll i think we'll probably see an interim yeah right coming from our, our current uh folks there at the department and um that interim situation could be an audition as well for an inner uh, candidate for the position if anybody decides well, to apply. It wouldn't be unheard of if they were to promote someone from within. Yeah, and, and we've I, done that before. You know what? And, and it's not the worst idea because they're they're fully aware one of, of all the aspects of the community, what's yeah. going on with the department. Yeah, they already got their hand on the pulse. Yeah, so 
may not be a bad idea um, to bring in somebody that's already there who already know all the other locals in the system and the folks they're going to be working with and have a relationship more than likely with them. Um, so not the worst idea. I'm always a fan of seeing somebody come from within. Yeah, from the ranks. Well, it, and it's good because if I'm absolutely. working up in a department, how how much more inspiring can it be to know that it is possible to one day to be yeah, that top. chief, yeah. assistant right. chief, or whatever. Um, so, yeah, I, you know, I, I'd like for that to be a strong consideration. I'd like for that to be sort of a leg up in the process. You know, if it comes down to a tie, yeah. let that be a tiebreaker. Yeah, let that be the tiebreaker. Do you know, Do you know too, uh, both gentlemen, um, I know we've seen a rise, and we're on record highs with homicide, violent crime. How are we looking in in other areas? I mean, are we, you know, making traffic stops? What, you know, what's what's going on? Yeah, lack of leadership, lack of trust, and yeah. they're not pulling people over. That's it's. I mean, it's it's wild to me because, uh, yeah, just bad leadership. Yeah, do do we do, need yeah. Miss Hawkins gone? We have ninety days to suffer under her, and fortunately, or what my biggest fear as a citizen is. We don't get that bad word. We don't get that progressive check the box candidate. We need a true subject matter expert with policing. Yeah. It's stop with this trying to uh, kowtow to every special interest group in Fayetteville. We need somebody to lead our police to answer our calls. Well, yeah. in law enforcement, if if you're pleasing everybody, you're not doing the job right. Absolutely. That's, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's unfortunate yeah. to say. But you're, you're, you're not going to be popular among everybody. Uh, if you're doing it right, and um, we need somebody, we don't only need a good chief. Mm-hmm. We need a council and a mayor yep. that'll let right. a good chief yep. be a good chief. You know, because politics. I hear a lot of people going to law enforcement. Oh, I don't want to go to a sheriff's department because I don't want to be involved in politics. Right. And I've told them many a times when teaching in the academy. If you think there are not politics in a city agency, <laughs> yeah. you're just, about to get a rude awakening. Yeah. It, it, any room with more than one person has politics. Yeah, yeah. There you, well, it, have you ever seen the thing. office? I mean, yeah. come on, guys. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's got to so, be there. I mean, I, I would love to see a council, a mayor, and a city manager pick a qualified candidate and let mm. them show us what they have. And, right. and, and so, so what, you're, what you're saying then, Jimmy, uh, from your perspective, is that you don't even see this as this specifically taking crosshairs and aiming them at Chief Hawkins. This is a entire upper echelon city council manager uh, uh how much does the city council have say in this i mean do they just get to up or down the vote or do they actually get to interview the last five candidates well again in the end the city manager is going to make the call there but you, go. you know but um the city manager wants a happy city council <laughs> yeah, right and a mayor right yeah. so you can say they don't have that power but they have the power to to have that Influence. conversation okay. in, in the back hallway or wherever sure and the police chief, don't think a police chief has ever sat in there and not had a city councilman or a mayor come through their office oh, yeah. and have a conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and as that police chief, you want them happy if you can make them happy too. Mm-hmm. Um, today's world of law enforcement, one of the most destructive things we have in law enforcement is that very problem in yeah. that police chiefs are two- and three-year chiefs looking for the next biggest city, building a resume on our expense, generally. Yeah. And then they're already got the applications out there in the big circuit to try to find the next one and keep moving up, right? So 
what they give us may be a quick fix, may look good quick, mm -hmm. may not have any long-lasting yeah. good effects for us. Um, so that's one thing about today's world of law enforcement. And then that chief, man, they could come from Montana or something. Yeah, right. yeah. World's different out there. You know, I don't know much about well, Montana. Well, I think, I think too, one of the things, uh, one of the benefits of possibly hiring uh, from the inside, bringing somebody up, is I think you have a better chance of somebody who's going to be with you have, have more longevity. Right. A better understanding of our system. I, I will tell yes. you this. I, I've worked in, um, I, I'm not going to say every county or judicial system throughout the state, but uh, almost all of them, if not. And you could go one county away. You could go to Harney County, and the system runs completely different than ours. Mm -hmm. And so, like, again, teaching in the police academy, we teach them what the book says, but then I turn around and tell them, depending on what jurisdiction you go to, is how this is really going to apply. I mean, there's Harney County and, say, Durham County almost do the reverse of what we do in Cumberland um, when it comes to a felony case and, and how the process works. Okay. And honestly, I think it's a better system. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, but I'm not the decision well, you're maker on that. you teaching them theory and the law, and then there's nuance to walking the walk every day. Yeah. Yeah. That so they're going to adjust to the community. So you get a police chief and bring them from, you know, another state that doesn't do anything like we do, mm -hmm. doesn't have the same charges. You know, I talked with a, a New York cop, and I'll say some sort of crime we have here, and he's looking at me funny. <laughs> and then he goes, well, what do you mean, like, grand theft or what do you mm -hmm. Well, I guess, yeah, in your terms, yes, that, that would be grand theft. or You know, but it's a different world. Right. I mean, can they work through that i'm sure but communities in the southeast or the northeast or the mid wherever it's just it's, it's different right i mean mm -hmm. you, even when you yeah. go visit you can see the difference imagine policing and being the head law enforcement person in your jurisdiction and you're not from here and you don't know all the little nuances if sure. you will of sure. the system or how, how the system works here right you know and, and it, you know there is a positive to knowing that and be able to work through that and avoid all those other issues right. of trying to just learn those basics. Yeah. So. Well, and one of the things that concerns me, and we're going to go into this uh, in just a few minutes, is, uh, I mean, so we look at a, a local town next to us, Spring Lake. Oh, boy, here you go. And, and their police set up uh, their city manager. And, I mean, <laughs> if there's any place we don't want to look like, right, it's look like that, right. but I see us looking more and more uh, just disorganized. Debunked, they disorganized. cannot get out of their own well, way. Well, but the yeah. one positive Jimmy mentioned, they're only three to five year chiefs. Yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> we we can turn the tide of the negativity not, we brought to our. Well, that's department. not the true. So, that's not true in the mayor and the council in Spring well, Lake. We got a little more work to do out there. <laughs> Absolutely, a lot. But, uh, All right, we're heading so, to break. We we'll go. be right back.
the Smartest Hour of Talk Radio. We'll return after these important messages from our commercial sponsors.
uh, um, what am I doing here? Oh, my goodness. Well, and there it is. <laughs> there you it know, is. we're sitting here talking about our local leadership and stuff. and uh, um, It starts at the top, uh, I what believe. I, um, what, what, what am I what, doing here? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Dear comrade Biden, Oh, welcome take a back, rest. everybody. Uh, got Jimmy Hindley with us and hey Peter now. Pappas, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> give it up, give it up. This is Pastor <laughs> Josh. Sitting in for the smartest voice mayor, Nat Robinson, on the radio. Listen, if you're just joining us, we've uh, been talking about um, the homicide rate, the violent mm-hmm. crime rate here in Fayetteville, and uh, how you know we really need, really, really need more effective leadership, um, especially with Chief Hawkins um, mm-hmm. retiring, stepping back, um, and how we really need to be sure we get a strong figure in there because we can see in some of the towns and cities around us what happens when you don't have that. And so I'm going right. to turn, turn over to Jimmy real quick. And before we jump into where they're at, um, give us just a two or three minute brief history of some of the stuff that took place with the young woman having been shot uh, by their police. Just uh, can you, can you do You're that? You're talking about Spring Lake. Spring Lake, yeah. Spring Lake. You know the story I'm talking about? Oh, I know it well. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, 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 because I just want our, our listeners to be able to uh, quickly grasp what kind of We'll say it nicely, challenges Spring Lake is facing. Mm-hmm. Well, as everybody knows who follows the news, they've had um, lots of problems with audits from the state, finances. They had a uh, finance manager arrested for mm-hmm. stealing nearly a half a million dollars, as I recall. Good from Not the first city. time, though. That's the yeah. second time, same person. Uh, yeah. I, well, I believe she had another issue somewhere else, yeah. though, right? Yeah. Right. And so, um, man, they have just, they can't get out of their own way. Mm-hmm. They cause their own problems. And um, I, as everybody knows that has listened to the show, we, we covered a case I worked on where the police got in a shootout with a lady, shot her, and then the town paid out um, $3 million to her mm-hmm. because it was just very bad policing yeah what what a fiasco you know yeah i I was involved in that one from the very beginning and i was in shock from the very beginning of of what i was seeing and um i I gotta tell you it it was bad and and like i said two to tune of three million dollars and um the town you know luckily the league of municipalities insurance paid that because i don't think Mm -hmm. town had three million oh i doubt it i doubt it i doubt it based on the audits and, and everything going on so um, now, you know, they, they've had a hard time keeping a city manager. And um, I think it's the environment, I'll be honest with you, hmm. uh, the elected officials and, mm-hmm. and, and folks that are involved. And now they make this decision that they're going to hire a city manager. Okay. And that, that again, so because I need to know my local politics, who hires the city manager? Is it, so, the, is it the city council? Well, that's the mayor and the council. Okay, the mayor and, and the council. And, and, and that's who it was. Okay. Now, they skipped, you know, we talked earlier about some, um, like, like in Spring Lake, in the past, when they would narrow down the candidates, they would have a public forum, if you will, and they did not do that this right. time. And then they hired this this uh, lady named Justine Jones. Okay. Sounds familiar. Why? Yeah. Well, yeah, I think I've seen her. In the yeah, I've seen that name before. <laughs> yeah, she's made herself familiar a bit in the news. Uh-huh. Any of those that saw not long ago the um, Kenley, t- uh, the town of Kenley. Cool little town. I like Kenley. Oh, Kenley's nice, yeah. I want to say they're like the home of the, what is it, um, the Yam or something. I don't know. <laughs> I'm probably getting it wrong. Anyways, she gets hired as the town manager 
And within 90 days, she runs off the entire police department, including oh a 20-year-plus police chief, mm-hmm. uh, town clerk, uh, probably about anybody they, they had. All are gone, and she is removed from that position within 90 days. Okay. Wow. Keeping in mind the job before that, she was fired from and uh, tried to sue the town that fired okay. her, and it was thrown out. And they thought in Spring Lake this would be a good choice. Right. Now, folks I've heard and talked to and read about, I'll say there were a lot better qualified candidates in the short list that I, I don't know who they were and I don't know mm-hmm. their qualifications. But if they weren't better than that, yeah. well, then you it, might want to yeah, repost that, the job. Yeah. That would go against what Spring Lake is good at lately, hiring two-time losers. Yeah, well, well there I'm you go. Sorry. I, you know, what are they looking in the garbage bin? I wouldn't let somebody like this sweep the floor in my restaurant. Well, you know who this comes back to, in my opinion, are the voters. That's There you go. That's See, exactly. In Spring Lake, for the past quite a few years, I know because mm-hmm. I, I used to work out there, they have elected people like this to make these decisions for mm-hmm. them. And they keep seeing these decisions and how bad mm-hmm. they are and what the results are, and they keep doing keep it. Well, that's the thing. The power is with the people, right? They, now they may not be hiring the man, the city manager, right? But they're hiring the people that are hiring the city manager, and you've heard me say it before on the show. You know, one of the def- definitions of insanity: keep doing the same things over, over and, over. and over again, expecting mm-hmm. different results. You know, and so well, they've definitely defined that, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they've yeah. proven that to be true. So, it, I want Spring Lake to do well. Yeah. I've got friends out there, business owners and, and people I've known for decades that, mm-hmm. Peter, y'all, your family had business. We property on, there, yes, and we operated successfully there. but Not by any help of that not town. Not by any help, yeah. no. They I mean, have not been able to see the future for that town and build a future for that town, which is sad because there's been some great people and great mm-hmm. business owners out there. Um, I, I just hate to see it. I, I just really Yeah, do. I mean, uh, they got the new uh, – is it uh, the new the new section of road in there in Spring Lake? And you, you see things like that happening, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, advancements. And it's one of those things where, uh, man, you just want to see them get up and shine. And they just keep, keep, they keep tripping over their the own feet. They keep the same bad folks back. Yeah. They check the box. They send these progressive leaders up there. They don't look at the basics. You know how I don't I, know the progressive is the right description. I, well, progressive has a positive <laughs> sound. I, I know that's it's what I'm thinking. But you know, it's uh, they're not progressing in the right way. That's you, yeah. You yeah know, I think you used the word a moment ago that was you know, more fitting. Uh, but yeah, um, I'm loser, but, yeah. It, it, it is so sad to watch that's, it happen. It's like a, a train wreck, and you can't turn yeah. your head. Yeah, right. you're just like you're reaching you reaching out. Gotta watch. You don't do watch. it. Don't go across I the mean, tracks. So, just from a business owner standpoint, you know how many times a month I lose water. Really? Because the the infrastructure, the, the pipes, all that stuff, we'd just be out of water, which would mean out of business because yeah. you can't wash a dish and you can't make a drink. And it would happen two or three times a month. And so Spring Lake, this Spring Lake we're talking yeah. about, it is, it, it, is in, it is in the United States, right? Because I lived <laughs> yeah. in those conditions yeah. in Haiti. I, mean, I did that. I went without it, water, went without electricity. You, know, you, you have to wonder. You know, you have all this fight to bring in a, pro, I hate to say it, a progressive type, they're checking the box type of candidate, and... Your infrastructure's crumbling. Man. Your money's missing. Well, yeah. So if you are a the, business person, Peter, you're a business guy, um, and you're scouting locations, if you're one of these more mid-level corporate type mm-hmm. folks and you're trying to find the right site for your business, 
What about any of this brings you or entices you? Yeah, not a there? thing. None. I wouldn't um, invest I, out there. So I recently went to a conference, real estate conference in Wilmington about three weeks ago. And brokers from all the state were there. And when the lady found out I was from Fayetteville, she was from Charlotte, she sits me down and says, what is wrong with Fayetteville? <laughs> oh, okay. no, now, I can only imagine what she would say over a spring lake. And she was, she was discussing city council and some things the city agreed to do here. But I can't say that that's arm's length and doesn't happen for boards like Spring Lake when those guys don't have the business experiment, experience or acumen to bring in and attract business. Yeah. They're just going to look like a disorganized house of cards. Well, and here in Fayetteville, we, we worked, I mean, so back in the day, you know, uh, the topless bars downtown, mm-hmm. Rick's Lounge. They Fayette had Nome. those down there? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know you know because well, you arrested, it, it, arrested it, it, a lot well, of guys. Yeah. Oh, that's what it, yeah, that's He what was it, looking yeah. for a Bible study and yeah. he ran into the... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, they yeah. needed well, it. Yeah. The thing yeah. about it is, right, is that we've worked long Very hard. and hard, I mean, with, with so many things. And now when you've pushed so hard, you've gone so far, mm-hmm. and now to see the back steps, the back steps in right. us... Uh, regressing back to that place where we were, I have to sit, I have to shake my head and just be like, "Stop!" Again, the train wreck. Stop! Slow! Hit the brakes. Spring Lake should be well ahead of where they're at right now. Oh, they really should. Really should be. I, I mean, because they've always had such great support from Fort Bragg. Yes, they have. Pope Air Force Base when it was there. Um, there were so many great plans back when. Closing off the base and, and mm-hmm. doing a lot of things were, were, were coming coming into play, and man, they they just dropped the ball. They fumbled the ball on the goal yeah, line, yeah, and ran it back the other way well, somewhere and, and in again, there and again and and again and and then look, you know, we're talking about what just happened in the hiring they just did, and that was just me. like today. That was like so, yeah, this is this week. So tell me where you see a change coming. I, I mean, I'd like to see somebody come in there. They paid a little extra money than more than they normally would to bring in somebody who's got a reputation of reviving towns like this and they're going to come in and man we're about to make these changes here's what they are here's my Mm -hmm. plan i gotta lay it out and i can do it i don't see that i see it i see the same plan in place Uh, and i think even if you did bring someone in who was willing would they be capable you know, would they would would or would they, you know, after two months, buck the system yeah. so much? But whoever they bring in, just like we talked about with Fayetteville earlier on their next police chief, same thing here. You get that right city manager and Miss Mayor and Council stand back. Right. Yeah. Let me and let, let them do, do what you job. brought them here to do. Right. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know if these folks are capable. Well, of that's right. a, I mean, even in this case, in in our case here in Fayetteville, do you think that? our city council mayor would be capable or would that mayor just be you know kamikaze well here's what i say to mayor colvin i think this is his opportunity Hmm. to really make some high marks with 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 his uh, voter base out there and Hmm. and and, you know citizens all across the city bring in because he does get credit even though he's not the city manager you're the mayor yeah yeah he's going to get some credit they bring in a good candidate and let them do their yeah. job and and see things turn around I, I can't imagine he's any more satisfied than the rest of us with the way crime is going in the city i yeah. like to think he's not so if that's the case change make change unlike yeah. spring lake mm-hmm. make the change and yeah. let this guy gal whoever it is well, do it and don't interfere. 
Don't tell them when they can stand down and go do their job or whatever. Right. To stand back, let them do what you That makes a good leader. Bring in the right people and let them do their job. Don't Del- matter. Delegation. Matter. Let the subject matter expert do their thing. You're yeah. not a fire yeah. chief. Yeah. You're not a police That's chief. Right. You're, you're not a utilities director mm-hmm. or none of these other things. Put the right well, people in place for that. Yeah, but I don't know, man. I, I don't know. <laughs> I hope. Uh, Fingers that's, across. That's, a, that's my. Yeah, that's Fingers what I do. I hope, I, I hope that yes, that that that's what takes. Well, we know Spring Lake can't do it. Let's no. see. Right. You know, hopefully you know, Fable will we'll um, step up. But that's you know, take Cumberland County. You take Spring Lake and Fable mm-hmm. having the problems we're having. Yeah. That don't leave a whole lot more out. Just move on out in Grays Creek or yep. Eastover somewhere. Get out in the county. Hope Mills is doing well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and you know, maybe they want to copy off of Hope Mills. Yeah, got to do something because well, yeah. I somewhere in here, it's with Spring Lake. It's like the good old boy system, but it, they just keep doing the same thing. Yeah, and it's the good yeah, old boy and, broken system. Yeah, broken uh, good old boy system. Yeah, absolutely, it definitely is. So, what is up, Peter? Um, Josh and I have thrown a couple topics in. How are, yeah. What you got? Uh, well, we have an election coming up. Hey. I actually, uh, yeah, I'll. Um, of we're course. still doing that. Huh? We're still going to do that thing. Right. Yeah, November eighth. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be a big day for the whole for the whole county. A city. Red wave. We. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well. Good old <laughs> red wave. How about a nice, uh, sensible wave? Yeah. Of people. Yes, uh, that'd be great. You know, uh, let's not have progressives. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, and ultimately, guys, that that's what we're talking about here. The city manager, city council, mayor, police chief. I mean, I, I realize we may not do the hiring right, right. or the firing, but they. Work. We have to they work for us. put the representatives in that will get us the yes. result we want. Yeah. And there's a big, big thing, the vote yes referendum. I, I can't make the math any easier. You vote yes for this referendum. The next time you go to the polls, you vote for 80% of your city council versus the 20% you can vote for now. So you sound like you're a supporter. I'm a little bit of a supporter, <laughs> absolutely. I Because I can't argue the math. You know, I, it, I, 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 I'm with you. And as I've said on other shows, we had Shivani in here last week, former mayor. Um, I understand some of the arguments that folks have made. Okay. Unfortunately, I think you can squash them with the math, as you're saying. Um, You know, once again, one of the few arguments you hear is this is racially driven. Right. And then... Well, when let's you, back up. The people that say racially driven are those that are already in power and are trying to hold on to it. So you've well, got what's wrong with you've that? Got you Colvin, that. You've As got Mayor Colvin. You've got Devil's Advocate. Evans. What's wrong with that, Peter? Well, I mean, look. If hey, if you're in there, power, wouldn't you want to hold on well, to it? But here's the thing: at Seabrook Auditorium, I went to the vote yes, uh, the community watch. Then we talked about vote yes. You've got three very successful African American males: Mayor Colvin, Evans, Commissioner, and Dr. McKellar, I believe, School Board. And all three of these men get up and look straight-faced at their constituency in that room and tell them that it's a racial thing to be voting at large. And all three of these gentlemen have been voted at large. Hmm. So they can look their own people in the eye and say this is bad. Well, I think that's where the argument does fall short because when you get to the numbers, because you keep talking about the math, when you get to the numbers, it doesn't um, – our, our black voters or minority voters in, in the city – are higher, right. and therefore voting them at the large reality doesn't is, change that. Changing the vote yes structure, our council and mayor will most likely be African American for the foreseeable future. That is the reality. Well, because so we have a more black candidates, majority minority city, seventy 
and sixty then, percent black here. I've heard the argument you know. that that, and I hate this argument. I, I hate when Democrats make arguments like this. Mm-hmm. But African Americans cannot run a city at large or a county at large campaign as well. I don't get that. But when oh, we have yeah. a sheriff, Mitch Colvin, mm-hmm. court, exactly. mayor, well, it judges, presupposes that know. the Democrats are not educated enough to raise enough money that they don't know how to network and talk to people and be the candidate of choice. Have they for met their Antoine Minor? I'm just saying. Have, I have mean, they met, yeah. met the bishop? Well, the bishop's <laughs> not here. You guys feel the <laughs> well, same. Yeah, you had you're, me come you're, in you're, tonight. Yeah, you're taking the, 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 the mantle. You know. We needed somebody in the same height. Yeah, that's what it was. I know I'm here for check the box. I know. That's good. We had a to fill in you're like the one at the oscars when the real star goes in the bathroom you sit in a seat <laughs> gotta keep it warm for yeah you keep guys. it warm yeah. well listen yeah, yeah. well i want to i want to just kind of hone this in a little bit because i want to i want to jump into the election and talk okay. more about that some of the bond stuff who's up for election um but to our listeners out there so we began the conversation talking about um the murder rate ha- homicide rate here in fayetteville and that just kind of let, let us down a path um talking about some of the uh, areas around us such as spring lake um that just just have not had any, I'll, I'll say luck, but it's because mm-hmm. of choices they've bad made. Choices. Yeah, they've, they, they've made several bad choices and uh, keep keep making those choices over and over again, how we don't want to be that way. And now, uh, kind of the point, I guess, that we're trying to make tonight is that the way we change that is by getting, yeah, by getting out there and voting. Um, number one thing, topic we're just discussing right now, uh, the vote yes amendment, uh, yes. charter amendment on, on the ballot. Um, we highly recommend going out voting yes for that mm-hmm. charter amendment. Um, because and, and, and Pastor, well, if you don't know what to vote on that, I strongly urge, like everything else, do your homework. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look at Don't listen to us. Don't listen to anybody else. Go do your homework. Right. Um, as to do you feel it's the right thing to do or not. I see the benefit in it. Um, I try to listen to both sides, and I have, mm-hmm. and it keeps coming back to the math, as Peter likes to say, and, and, and I think it's well, I think it's the right thing to do to, to represent something. the city. Grassroots, okay? We mentioned Red Wave and all this stuff, but you know what? All you need to do is have a group, a Facebook chat with five of your friends. Share your the link for the sample yeah. ballot. Download the ballot. Know what you're walking into before you go to the ballot box. How do we how do we do that? Because that, um, that's a good question. I tried to do that today and I couldn't figure oh, it out. You're gonna put me on the spot now. Oh, but sorry. <laughs> I didn't have the link. But there is a and maybe we can put one in the show. On, on, um, uh, on the state board of elections, right. I believe you can download if you just type sample ballot Fayetteville, okay, North Carolina, okay, okay. I think you can get some results. But look at your ballot. Because as much as I like to say vote yes for the re- for the vote yes referendum, I want to say vote no on those bonds. Yeah, I don't want to give city council more uh, more bullets. What what kind of bonds are up? Give, give uh, us a couple well, examples. I'm going to need help with this, but I, I think it's public infrastructure, mm-hmm. uh, public safety, and I'm not sure the last one. I think capital improvements like sidewalks. Okay. Okay. So. I'm not against public safety, but what I want to know is where's the $244 million budget of this city going to if we can't afford to build fire stations? Why do we need to ask the taxpayers for more money? The public infrastructure thing, certain messaging from the city I've seen as of today, and they do have an outside marketing firm, but they're saying public infrastructure and they're showing schools. Mm Mm-hmm. But the city doesn't pay for schools. No, that's county. <laughs> I mean, I know it's probably not as glamorous to put a, a picture of a sewer pipe yeah, yeah. when you say infrastructure, but that's really what infrastructure is sewer and that's that like kind of fa- stuff. Wait, wait. Okay. I mean, if I did, that's like false advertising. There is, absolutely. You know I'd want my money back. It's, yeah, it's one of those yeah. things where I'm like, I'm like, wait a minute. Hold on. You, 
you said this but bond was to help schools. It's unfortunately, I think only I or other people in this room would pick up on that nuance. Yeah. That wait a minute, that's not infrastructure. No, I, I, I would have seen know. it. I don't know you, that I would have seen it. Seen it like you saw it, but but that's so accurate. A friend of mine noted on Facebook the other day. It's like you know, outside of this thread of people that are angry over X, Y, and Z. Most other people probably don't. Yep. They yeah. don't get Wouldn't it. Wouldn't even realize you know? it. Sure. Um, so, ninety-seven million. That's in a bond. That's a lot of guacamole. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. here's Ooh. what I'm seeing I, right here. So you basically want to give. So it, it, larger than just being against the bonds. Here is my reasoning why. We are getting ready to. The state has already sent the, the county a letter saying you guys need to revalue everybody's property sooner than they were supposed mm-hmm, to okay mm-hmm. we're on an eight-year cycle i think we need to be on well you know five. why that is right well the because market's gone crazy it's, 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 a, now. it's a great time for the government to oh, do what man. it does best and yeah. get in your pocket so, so wait a minute so i know i'm interrupting that's okay 25 million covers new sidewalks okay improve intersections pave streets create bike lanes mm-hmm. that's progressive the bike oh lanes. yeah no it all sounds <laughs> good right? and, and, and the right who rides a bike yeah. in Fayetteville yeah. well okay you won't ride it long because well, you might have it we, if you want to talk sidewalks I can tell you all right well, hold on no, 12 million to improving housing it mm-hmm. said it needs 20,000 new units to keep up with growth. I, right. I don't know that we've had a problem with so our home builders the, building around the here. The city got $13 oh, million dollars in ARPA money to do the f- affordable housing bit. It's also going to revitalize and rehab existing homes. The third part is to support our home ownership program through the first-time homeowners workshops. So i got a feeling you guys hmm. – are not going to get any of that money towards improving your home. If you got a bad roof, you better call your insurance company. Uh, $60 million, All right. You're going to like yeah. this one, Pastor. Is earmarked for public safety. <laughs> it would provide funding to build new fire stations, maintain old ones, and it would also pay for a new 911 center. Oh, we can really get on that one. Because yeah. not long ago, we could have got a big old federal chunk mm-hmm. of money if the city and county could have come right. to it a little yep. low agreement. So, little so agreement. it goes back to mismanagement. They didn't do it when they were supposed to. Now they're having to come to you begging with empty pockets saying, hey, we need money. So my objection, again, is going to go back to the property tax situation. Yeah. Conservatively, speaking to a friend of mine in Moore County that's a tax assessor, he says that I said, oh, it's probably going to be a 20, 30 percent jump on the values. He says you're smoking something. Really? He says expect 40 or Really? 50% increases in value. Now, the city council and the county commissioners have the option to do a revenue neutral budget. So even though the largesse says, you know, we're going to bring in, even at the same tax rate, we bring in more dollars. Yeah. They have the option to say, no, we're going to keep, we're going to adjust the tax rate down with the higher values to keep that revenue about what it was. But, uh, does anybody but, think that does, city council or gover- county commission government, government. is going to be compelled yeah. to spend no. within their limits? Yeah. Hey, here's the so let's news. not give them more right now. So that $97 million, don't worry about it, okay? Because the way they figured it out, that's only $40 a year per 100000 in property value. Mm-hmm. It's just like when you go in to buy mm-hmm. something in a store and the mm-hmm. good salesman's standing mm-hmm. there. What they are failing to point out is they give you this same story every year. The city yeah, does, the over, county does. Right. Yep. It's only another 40 bucks. It's so, only um, another 30 yep. bucks. And Back in the 90s, there was this thing called the Crown Coliseum that got built. And if you remember, we refer to that as the Bubba Dome sometimes. <laughs> but there's a one percent there's a one percent Bubba Dome tax uh-huh. on you coming and buying a great Baldino steak and cheese. Yeah. Oh. So I'm still collecting in 2022 one percent of your uh, off of your receipt 
to pay for the Bubba Dome. what the county wow. earmarked. So when does it stop? We're already so high up in, in, for the county tax rates in right. this state. And I'm, 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 I'm curious, where even like Seagram Stadium, where where that would fall in the that the parking mm-hmm. garage that we got into last oh, year. I, I bet they get a, a yeah. you know. Yeah. I'm just saying, free, there's, free there, there's there's stuff in there that I'm just like, oh wait mm-hmm. a minute, I wonder, you know. I, look, there just has to be a finite beginning and an end. Yeah. It can't be in perpetuity. I feel the end is near. I feel, I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. Here I, feel, it comes. I feel like we're being cute. <laughs> Listen, thanks again for joining us here at the Carolina Cabinet. A special thanks to our guest, Mr. Jimmy Henley, ladies and gentlemen. I'm a guest. I thought I was a cast. Oh yeah, no, you're, you're not. You're I guess a you're not. Ca- you're a cast member. You're, you're, yeah, yeah. you're, you're sitting on the cabinet, right? <laughs> I don't and know. Mr. Peter Pappas. Hello. Please do us a favor. Take time out this week and visit one of our commercial sponsors and let them know you heard their message here at the Carolina Cabinet. If you missed an episode of our top-rated podcast, find the Carolina Cabinet on Amazon, Google, Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast broadcaster. Got it that time. Podcast broadcaster. (laughs) That's right. You can always send us a message, like us, follow us, share us on your favorite social media outlet at the Carolina Cabinet. You can contact us via email at <laughs> the Carolina Cabinet at hotmail.com. If you want to leave us a smart message for us on our smartphone, you can call us at 910-835-0835. Thanks again for joining us here at the, the Carolina, Carolina Cabinet. Cabinet. Start your week off right. Thanks for joining Eastern North Carolina's smartest morning talk show.